If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Here we go! Spend 10 quality minutes with Jake Odorizzi on the Matt Thomas Show. Jake, I appreciate you coming on today after last night's game. The number one most important question as people went to bed last night is, how is your finger? Tell the truth. Hey, thanks for, uh, thanks for having me first off. Um, it's, it's, it's doing okay. Um, it's more of an in-the-moment type of a situation. Getting through it, and then it's something I've dealt with for years. This isn't like anything new. It's just um, yesterday there was more of a, a cut on the callus of my finger, which exposed the new skin underneath and that's where the blood blister started forming um you know halfway during the second inning and it just kept getting you know progressively worse and the sensation of you know full release getting through pitches that's what it affects the most um you know obviously to you know most people that it sounds like a very very minor thing of you know what why does that matter but for us as pitchers just you know every bit of feel of the ball is is important and especially that final being able to get through it confidently um you know it's it is what it is um it, we popped the blister did everything went back out for the next thing um try to get through as best i could to uh give some length um to our bullpen it's you know it's my obligation as a starting pitcher to pitch through things of that nature and get as deep into the game as I can because it's not fair to that group of guys to be able to cover, you know, seven innings when we're already short a man in the bullpen with a six-man rotation. So, um, you know, it is what it is at this point, but um, I'll be I'll be perfectly fine in, you know, the next five, six days. So if you took a picture of it right now and texted it to me, would I be grossed <laughs> out? Um, no, probably not. I mean, there's some skin missing there's the outline of where the blood blister was behind that there's some you know blood that's left over but i would say overall it's not super disgusting you don't know me very very well because i would be vomiting right now just hearing you talk about it so whatever it is wrap <laughs> it up. more normal for me then. yeah because you're a grown-ass man and i'm just a wimp but that's another here nor there jake um you mentioned six-man rotation when you got in the big leagues wasn't heard of very often but frankly, this year with all the scheduling and what was going on with the redone schedule because of the lockout, it's happening a lot more. How are you? And obviously, you can't speak for every guy in your rotation. But the extra day is rest, but it does put you guys off schedule a little bit. Tell me what your schedule has been different being a part of a six-man rotation as compared to the past when you were just part of a five-man. Yeah, um, I, I think a five-man rotation is just, you know, it, it feels like, you're you get into a nice rhythm of you know you got four days off you're back on the mound you go and you, you develop that rhythm and you know for most of my career that's what it's been like um and it's shifted a little i think what the covid season brought and from a minor league standpoint uh, and major league at that point too guys had minimal innings or no innings at all if they were still in the minor leagues at that point and then the next year uh last so it would have been last year we saw a you know a big rash of arm injuries and I think to combat that, they were trying to give people extra rest, try to limit the innings a little bit to try to rebuild that process because, you know, one year of non-normalness can really um, 
trickle into years future because of just how the system works and how you have to, to do it with health. And that's the main thing is health. Um, but for us now, it's, I, I don't know if I've actually seen the schedule as weird as ours was with, you know, we played 30, what was it like 30 games and 36 days earlier on in the year. We're on a stretch of 19 in a row now after the break with a double header of a shortened all-star break. So a lot of the scheduling has to do with the necessity to do it. And the fact that we also have six guys that are, you know, good big league quality pitchers. It's, it's nice to let everybody get their turn, get their innings built up. And with us having young guys, it's important to keep their innings at a lower amount. So they're fresh. And we, you know, we went all the way to game six of the world series last year. And I think, we know the blueprint of maybe where the adjustments can be made. So guys might be a little bit fresher towards the end uh, compared to last year. Uh, Ross here with you as well, Jake. And uh, you've been uh, probably one of the guys that's worked the most with uh, the young catcher for the Strohs, uh, Corey Lee. What would you say are uh, some of the things you take away with working for him? And what's that been like? It's been good. Um, you know, the first, the first start of the year, it's always uh, an interesting one of the game plan, the preparation, um, not knowing, you know, the other team seeing them visually um, with the swings, that sort of a thing. But he's really got a lot of help from Maldi and Castro. And doing the prep is the most important thing at this level. Ability is the ability. I think, you know, you can look in the AA and AAAs and you can see ability, uh, big league ability through a lot of players. But the preparation is what separates, you know, big league players from, um, from those type of players. And I think he's really bought into the preparation and cares a lot about it and has good, like I said, good teachers of guys that are good pitch callers, good framers, good blockers, and really take the defensive part of the game um, importantly. So he's done a really great job of adapting to this level and um, I'm comfortable throwing with him. We worked well together. We had a lot of conversations to try to build that rapport as quick as possible. Um, you know, the first time I threw to him was his, was his debut uh, as, in the starting. So he's done a really nice job of really kind of closing that gap and trying to establish relationships with a lot of guys. And that's what's really important at this level is um, having that confidence and having the pitcher have confidence in you and in you uh, of the right calls, big blocks at the right time and just being on the same page. So um, he, I thought I think he's done a really great job so far. Jake Odorizzi with us here on the Matt Thomas Show. Jake, in your career, you have pitched in loud, noisy stadiums, whether it be in Chicago or New York, um, L.A. Forty-one hundred people there last night. Uh, how bizarre was that? Uh, I had to turn my pitch calm down to uh, single digits for the first time this year oh because gosh. I was afraid it was going to be uh, it was going to be too loud. And we tested it out in the dugout in the first inning. I think everybody's head turned and wondered what the heck that sound was because it was on max volume and we uh we didn't need max volume that's for sure so that was something that was unique that i don't think we've ever really experienced yet from a logistics standpoint of the pitch calm and making sure you know things aren't loud from that standpoint but you know it um it, it is what it is at, at this point out here um you see something new every day. I feel like in the game, so this is just one of those uh, one of those things. Tell me about Pitchcom. I mean, can you, can he have small chatter with you? I mean, what what can be discussed and what can't be? Yeah, but there's no there's no microphone for communication like a like a walkie talkie. It's a it's a wrist. Um, he keeps it. Uh, him and Molly both keep it on their shin guard, and it just correlates to the pitches and location. So he hits a button. It tells me fastball away. 
and that's it. I can't communicate with him um, through the pitch comm. He's just picking a, a pitch, and then it gets put into the the comm that's in my hat, and then that goes, you know, right into my ear. So it's it's been a good system, honestly. Um, it's good for speeding up in between pitches, so you can kind of be prepared before getting on the rubber and trying to do it all over again. So um, it, it's a good system. Um, it's uh, it's definitely something new, and I think um, there still needs to be a few tweaks here and there about it, but overall I've, I've really enjoyed it. I know majority of our guys, I think if not all of our guys, use it. So is it like a computer voice, or what kind of voice is it that's telling you what it's saying? Yeah, I think it's a computer voice. Um, I, from what I've been told, you can pick voices, but I don't think anybody's really gone that far to, like, put a voice in there that all right i got one for you then celebrity voice or whatever it is yeah it's like it's like uh, on your uh on your uh on your maps or on your uh ways you can choose a celebrity voice if you could pick any voice how about this no one's ever asked you this question until right this second jake if you could pick a voice that would whisper the type of pitch that was one you wanted to throw what voice would you use Uh, whoever's voice has a bunch of zeros in them whoever oh come on there's gonna be some hot girl that you want to hear their voice you gotta hear somebody Somebody. I mean, I don't need the hot girl department. I'll be married ten years. Uh, <laughs> so I'm all set, and that's it. What about if what about um, if it was your mother-in-law? Would you want to hear your mother-in-law's voice in your ear like that? If she's got if she's got zeros, then go uh, for it. I'm not going to discriminate whatsoever. I just need whatever. Give me uh, as many zeros as possible. Whoever that may be, speak it into my ear. You are so politically correct; it makes me nauseous. I hate this. Come on, <laughs> I'm going to ask you this in a year from now. You're going to give me a better answer. Is that a promise? Give me some, give there me might some. be all sorts of voices to choose from. We don't get to choose, so it's like you don't know what your available your available at, uh, list of. Could you imagine if it was uh, like James, like Darth Vader? Curveball. Yeah, we were, we were talking. I guess we did somewhat have this talk the other day. We said like, you know, Morgan Freeman. He's on all the commercials. Yes. on everything. Like he's a good voiceover guy, so you might have Morgan Freeman in your ear telling you what pitches to throw and where. All right, well, do me this favor. The next time you get a bunch of zeros, change the voice up and listen. And then you got to text me and let me know what you're going with because I want to know what celebrity voice you're using next. Is that fair? No, see, that's where you got it backwards. If you got a bunch of zeros, you don't switch from it. You just got to stick with it. Oh, okay. superstition. Then I don't want it. Then I want you. To, I want you to throw zero, so you'll never change your voice again. So forget what I said. Just let worry about it next year. Hey, uh, thank, thanks for that. coming on. The, the, the blood, bloody blister. Don't take pictures of it because I'll get squeamish. We don't need any, any of that. And uh, we'll look forward to uh, seeing you back at Minute Maid Park this week. All right. Thanks, guys. I appreciate you it. Got it. Y'all have a great day. All right, you too. Jake Odorizzi with us here on the Matt Thomas Show. All right, Ross, what would you go with? Who is the most sultry voice that you'd like to hear your pitch count? James Earl Jones? James Earl Jones would be it, wouldn't it? He's, yeah, he's Morgan number one. Freeman? It's not bad. Actually, you know what I would Throw do? Throw a slider outside. My would, friend Andy Dufresne. You know what I would go with? I would go with Frank Caliendo. He can do Madden hmm. one pitch. You know, boom! Uh, no. the fastball. That's not the, bad. And then, and then he changes his voice up to uh-huh. something else. Hmm. Okay. I'm Frank, surprised you didn't pick Carrot Top. Carrot? He doesn't do voices, does he? Oh, well, you love Carrot Top, though. He's funny. I'll give you that. No, he's not. He's hysterical. Believe it or not, he's up next. Ross, what is the category today? Paul Sorvino, may he rest. May he rest. Paul Sorvino, would he be a voice you'd want to use? I'm just asking. 713-21. Excuse me. 713-212-5790. 713-212-5790. We're going to play Believe It or Not next after I take a quick sip of water. And tell you about Car Bingo. 187 Carbingo, 187 C A R B I N G O. 
That's the number you will call if you are serious about selling your vehicle. If you're just joking around and want to waste people's time, then do not call 187-CARBINGO. But if you are going to seriously call and sell your vehicle for a top price, 187-CARBINGO. They'll ask you what kind of car you have, your make, your model, how many miles it has, overall condition, and tell them that you're ready to sell for a top dollar value, and Carbingo is going to come through for you. 187-CARBINGO. 187-CARBINGO. Sell them your car for top cash. You meet a location of your choice or at one of their two dealerships, and they will take great care of you and hand you a check on the spot. That's going to make your life and your dreams come true. 187-CARBINGO. Carbingo.com.